0: Warning, this show is put together by morons. Listen if you want, I don't care.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a day that ends in Y. That's right, turkeys. It's time for wise cracking with winter. Well, y'all still stuffed from Thanksgiving? Did you go out and get stuffed like a Thanksgiving turkey, you dirty birds out there? I bet you did. Bet you're still laying around your couches and your parents' basements, reveling. And how much food you consumed on Thanksgiving I can't blame you, I ate a lot myself no, no, no. Well we got another huge show for you For you here on the juggernaut Cracking with winter Paul and Justin are coming back And I thought we'd talk a little Football And we're gonna talk a little Black Friday Well let's get them on the phone Let's see if it's ringing yet Oh, we got to have him here. Let's see. Oh, is that the phone ringing? I do believe it is. All right, guys. Welcome back to the show. It's good to have you. Just 10 and Paul back for another fun, happy episode of Wise Cracking with Winter. Gents, how you doing today? I'm eating pizza. You're eating pizza in the car as you're driving home from yet another sale?
0: No, I I just got done showing six houses today and uh, talking to a guy about land that he wants to buy, and I just got to my uncle's house for Thanksgiving, so I threw pizza in the oven because you were late calling, so now it's eat eat the pizza time.
1: I wasn't late calling. I just called on the app that you couldn't use. Uh, Paul, are you there? I think so. Paul's in, in in a hallway somewhere in an office building. He's like uh, 20 feet from his phone, so he'll just be yelling the entire episode. How's your day going, Paul? Oh, pretty good. (laughs) That's good. Uh, What office building are you cleaning today?
2: The one your dad works at. The one my dad works at?
1: (laughs) Where's that exactly? Right. Well, make uh, sure you vacuum his office out really good. Are you not allowed to be on the phone while you're cleaning or what?
2: i want the phone.
1: But you're not allowed to be holding it or what?
2: I'm uh, busy doing some paperwork here.
1: Oh, on a speakerphone. Oh, He's on a speakerphone.
2: Got to have the hands free.
1: the on, mic. He's working in a fishbowl. He's renovating it. Oh, I got you. He's on the inside. Giddy up. So I'm he's
2: calculating the scores from last week.
1: Oh, it's a good time to do it in the middle of the next show.
2: Oh, are we in the middle of the show already?
1: Well, it, it's going to be. It's going to be a quick one, probably. <laughs> Heard that before. Patience well, is already running for thin. Sure. Patience is already running thin. So did you guys get out and do any Black Friday shopping? I'll start with you, Justin. The world wants to know any Black you Friday shopping. It's, it's racist. Okay. Yep. It's
0: so like going it to be Christmas shopping or something. Else? Why does it have to be Black Friday shopping?
1: I don't know. So you didn't do any shopping on uh, Black Friday or uh, Gray Saturday? I'm, I'm a poor real estate agent. I ain't getting the no money to go shopping. Wow, you almost sound angry about that. Like it wasn't your choice to be a realtor.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? I was the only one that would hire me. I don't give a screw...
1: So you didn't do any shopping How about you uh, political slash producer Paul Did you do, get any shopping done For Black well, Friday Oh
2: and I were out all day
1: Oh you were okay well tell us about it
2: Yeah it, There's not much to tell <laughs> we, we went We shopped And then we dropped
0: I always thought it was you, you go out you shop Or she shops you pay And then you go home
2: yeah, that's
1: that's pretty close. <laughs> so let's use our descriptive words, and uh, tell, were they like giant mobs of people? What type of stores did you guys go to? Was it like ten, twelve different retailers, or did you just go to Walmart get the groceries and the birthday pre- and the Christmas presents, maybe a birthday, all at the same time? I
2: went to the indoor stores. <laughs> and they, they weren't as busy in the past because I you know I think it's that new internet thing that people are using. Yeah, I hear people the, shopping without leaving their house. I don't correct. know how that works, but apparently it's a thing.
0: That's for the fattest <laughs> and the laziest of us. That's what
1: that's what I do. Uh. So you went to the indoor store. What'd you get?
2: I don't
1: know. I'd have to check with my wife. <laughs> God, that's pathetic. That I really did, is pathetic. I did out a thing. Were there any mo- Were there any fights? I mean, was there just uh, pandemonium at, at any of these stores? People running around, grabbing all the all the big deals out of the bins.
2: Mike, that's oh, so 2015. And Paul. Yeah, no, there was so much of that. Almost every story we went to. There was a fight. There, The cops were there. Security had their pepper spray out. It, it was chaos. I don't know. I thought you would have read about that by now. But, yeah, it was all over the news. Central Indiana went back into the, the time machine back when there was uh, chaos on Black Friday.
0: Well, I mean, you don't even have to say that because in, in Minneapolis and St. Paul, I mean, there was only four shootings this weekend. So, I mean, thank God uh, Governor Walz is keeping everybody safe.
1: Why is it the governor's job to keep everybody safe from gunfire? I thought you wanted to be able to go out and buy a gun. You wanted the freedom because you're a farm boy. So you I don't want to go out and buy a gun. I just want to carry my gun around. Okay, you want to carry your gun around and now you're bitching about people getting shot.
0: Well, my point is is that uh walls is like go ahead burn down minneapolis i'm not gonna deploy the national guard burn it for a week all right that's all right that's all and cool Hell yeah i'm governor walls i say you can do that oh by the way police, screw you you know we're not gonna do anything about that whole aspect and uh we'll just let minneapolis burn but i'm great you know you know that, i mean when was the last time you were downtown minneapolis mike
1: is paul whistling what well, if you're bored, you can hang up. Uh, the last time I was in downtown Minneapolis was, well, probably like three months ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. I haven't gone out of downtown in uh, over three years since I almost got shot. So,
1: you okay? So, wow. all right. More about that. So now there's a segue to yet another Justin story, and that's brought to you by J and J Dynasty. That is the place to go to for all of your fantasy football needs. That's J&J Dynasty on YouTube. Okay, tell That's us.
0: That's called J&J No Way, because I haven't done that. I'm too busy doing
1: your podcast. What you talking about, Willis? I'm talking about J&J Dynasty. It's on YouTube. <laughs> you can still find it. <laughs> <laughs> have,
2: you guys, have you guys
0: considered joining forces and doing a simulcast? On cons- what? Is we're going to call it Idiots on Us? Too to get to the bottom of your ruffles bag. Cheetos, dude. No, that a step up.
2: Step up. Yeah, dumb bastard.
1: You shouldn't. Why are you eating in the middle of the show? Why don't you tell us the story of how you almost got shot and put the ruffles down for a second? I love ruffles.
0: Why? Why you gotta make me put ruffles down?
1: Tell the fucking story. <laughs> This might be good enough for J and J Dynasty. But you're on wisecracking with winter, so
0: No. So take it down a notch or two. Well basically, um no, bring it me up some a buddies notch of mine, Me and some buddies we went we dressed up uh, for Halloween like four years ago, whatever the hell it was. right before the pandemic yeah, Mick. And um suppose the pandemic. We went downtown, uh, we missed um you know, they had like a little gated off area where you could go in and whatever. Or, no, it was a zombie pub crawl. That's what it was. We were dressed up. Um, so at any rate, maybe it was five years ago, six years Whatever. At any rate, we went around afterwards, and the, the sh- thing was done. So we're down town, and we're, like, you know, checking out all the areas and stuff like that, going into the good bars and, you know, whatever. So we're trying to walk around, but this is already before this um, when, uh, you know, they started saying, you know, like, if people are selling you drugs, whatever, selling drugs, we don't care about that, right? We only want violent shit, right? So my buddy John's talking to this dude, you know, and he's hanging around with all his buddies, and they were selling drugs in the corner. Pretty obvious, right? So John John's drunk as shit. He's trying to jump on my back and knock me over all night, just being a Dumas. So he bugs these guys for about 15, 20 minutes and stuff. So we go to some other place. And I said, John, those guys are drug dealers. Just just leave them. Don't talk to we go out. Literally we go back and he starts doing it again, slapping the guy on the back and all this other shit, you know, just being a retard. And literally his buddies. Getting around behind him. So I nabbed him and pulled him out of the place because he was about to get shot. That's the story.
1: Paul, you want to weigh in on that story?
2: It sounds dubious. Was Was there a, a gun shown at any point? Um, well,
0: I could see a gun in the sweats in his waistband, it didn't come out yet. But he was circling behind him. Yes.
1: Okay. Hey, you want to get to those football picks? Yes, please do. Yeah, this. let's just do the football picks. Um, Justin, for real, you got to put the ruffles down. Or I'm just going to delete this episode and forget it. All right. I'm done. Uh, all right. I'm going to leave that on the show, too. I mean, because who sits and eats potato chips in the middle of a radio show? Who? No,
2: it's Cheetos, dude. Cheetos.
1: I don't give a fuck Cheetos. what they are. This is why J and J Dynasty never took off. J and J Dynasty on YouTube. You can find it. Look it up right now.
0: Well, we're either that or it's four thirty or five p.m. here in Minneapolis, and I'm finally getting to
2: breakfast. Can you get canceled off of YouTube? Can they say nobody's nobody's watching this? We're taking it down. Is
0: that? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you know in two months. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you paying for that? Just ten for J and no. J Dynasty? Hell no. Okay, well that's that's good. I'm glad you're not. But again, if you need any fantasy football help, that's J and J Dynasty. Um, There's no
0: help up there for six weeks.
1: So J and J Dynasty. Um. Okay, Paul. Let's you got to do, gotta do an episode. What's the deal? Why aren't you doing an episode?
0: Well, the biggest thing is, is uh, my, on my video, I got a different piece of software and it won't um, record The voices decent, my voice decently, so it, it sounds like you are in a fishbowl and that's really difficult for people to listen to. So I tried to fix it, tried to use it, some of the other software, and now my microphone doesn't just doesn't record well, so I don't know what the hell I did to it, so I just threw my hands up in the air and said, eh, probably have to try to start doing it with my iPhone. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Really good with all those technical aspects. Can probably get you back on your uh, on your YouTube feed. because I'm sure that people are clamoring when they listen to Wisecracking with winner each week religiously, and they hear about J and J's football dynasty NFL, and they keep checking the page looking for more of the insight they get on the podcast. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the fine grain details that you can't get around to here, and they're disappointed. Mike, can you get over well, there and help
1: him? I'm disappointed, that's for sure. Paul, huh? <laughs> can you get over and help him,
2: though? The guy needs some technical assistance.
1: Okay. Well, okay. I mean, my nuggets are golden, dude. Okay. All right. I like how I, I have to talk over Justin. Okay. So in order for me to go over and help Justin produce J&J Dynasty, I would need three things. I would need about $1,000. I would need the right computer program so we can properly do the show. And then I would lock up any kind of fucking chips so you couldn't eat them while you did this. And yeah, then I could probably put together something decent for you. Do Doritos come with chips? Yes. No chips. Yeah, Fritos, Doritos... Ruffles. Well, it, sounds, it, sounds
2: like it sounds like you're ready to go. You, are, you, are you guys good on Monday night? Maybe Mike can come over and help you out.
0: <laughs> See, that doesn't even sound right. Maybe Mike can come over and help you out.
1: Everything's got to be in the gutter with Just 10. Everything's always in the gutter. Well, you know what's not in the gutter is Cranky Yankee corn dogs. They are the pinnacle of corn dogs across this country and across really around the world that's cranky yankee corn dogs now you're wondering why would i order a corn dog off a website mike we don't order the corn dog you order the mix to make your own corn dogs at home that's right you can also get some cranky yankee merch and the mix and paul where do they find that Paul's
2: gone. Uh You can find that at corndogs.ie ie.
1: That's cranky Yankee corndogs at corndogs.ie ie. All right, time for football picks. Paul, you ready?
2: Oh, I'm ready. <coughs> you ready? Yeah, a recap?
1: Yeah, go ahead and give us a recap if you'd like.
2: Just as just, uh, just ten wasn't here last week, we'll we'll just uh, bounce back to week nine for a second, and uh, that's the last time he was here to pick. And uh, that week, just 10, had seven winners, five losers. We all had uh, one push. Mike, you had eight winners, four losers. And, yours truly, I had nine winners to only three losers. Quite a good week for all of us, actually. Uh, We probably should have, you know, actually bet all those games. And on the locks, we had three... Locks where we were all in agreement and we won all three of those so definitely should have uh acted more on that now we uh, didn't pick in week 10 and then last week week 11 we had guest picker uh b brian blair from the was that the the flying bees or something
1: uh he's a local celebrity from uh staples motley area he's a oh, very, right, he's very big not,
2: not b brian blair
1: no 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 uh,
2: uh, He was, I think, a tag team partner with Jim Bronzell back in the day.
1: I believe so. If you remember
2: your AWA. Uh, Yeah, so last week, it was not quite as good a week. We actually had two pushes. Atlanta minus three over the Bears. Uh, We were all in the Bears, but fortunately, uh, we didn't lose that push. And then also the Cleveland Buffalo game. Buffalo One by eight, so that was a wash. In the remaining 11 games that we picked, I'll start from the bottom and work my way up. It was not a good week for me. I had four winners, seven losers. And coming through the suspense, Mike, you and uh, B2, Brian, both had six winners and five losers, so you tied for the lead in week 11. And uh, we had Five locks, absolutely. A lot of last week, and we had two winners, two losers, and a push there on the locks. So if you bet our locks uh, because of the uh, juice or big or whatever your bookie takes, uh, you probably would have come out just a little behind. So with all that, you guys ready for Week Twelve picks?
1: I'm on the you edge of my roll seat. Roll. I cannot you rock wait. Rock the Roll
2: All right, well, we missed the uh, Thanksgiving trio of games, but we've still got 13 games with all 32 teams in action in Week 12. So we'll start them off with the uh, early Sunday games. Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Titans are a a one-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Mike, as always, as the host with the most, we're going to start with you.
1: Well, the Bengals have been showing a little bit of life lately. They've been impressing me. I thought that they were uh, dead in the water, but they've been winning some games. I'm starting to believe again, but the Titans are still a tough out. Now, that's a baseball term for those of you not a, not aware. or You're that married to football that you can't know anything else, but that is a baseball thing. I'm going to take the Titans I think I took them last week. I'm going to take them again. They're a a one-and-a-half-point underdog, you said. Yeah, I feel good about that pick. Go ahead.
2: I'm done. Just 10, what say you? Well, I say that uh, no matter what my pick is,
0: I think this is going to come down to can Cincinnati's defense slow down Henry in the running uh, offense. So that's what the key is. I don't think that they're going to be able to do it. Chase is coming back, I believe, this week, so <clears throat> we'll see how much he actually plays. Um, but Cincinnati has to have the ball to score typically, unless you get a deep defensive touchdown. Uh, sadly, I have to agree with Mike. I think uh, Tennessee is on the roll, and you take the Titans. All right, that's two votes for Tennessee. Well, I'm going gris- to
2: disagree with uh, a little bit of your analysis there, uh, Justin. Uh, I think. It- I don't think it's a question of whether Cincinnati can slow down Henry because he's basically been uh, bottled up the last two weeks by Green Bay and I forget who two weeks ago. Um, and and uh, the thing is that Tannehill has picked up the slack in those games. Had two of his best games of the year. So uh, I think even if they bottle up Henry I think uh, Tannehill is going to get it done. But uh, you know, I don't think they can stop both both of those. And uh, Cincinnati, you know, even though they have been playing, uh, I guess, better lately, I, I just don't see them having uh, the complete tools to play a complete game against a division leading leading opponent. I'm going to take Tennessee in the point and a half. We're all in agreement. And what does that make this?
1: That makes it a lock. That makes it like a bicycle lock on your huffy. Lock,
2: Sorry. lock, lock.
1: Lock it up. Lock it up to a pole.
2: Lock-a, lock-a, lock No, you lock it up. Lock it up. All right, moving on. Next, we have the Houston Texans heading to South Beach, taking on the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are a two-touchdown favorite. 14-point spread here. Justin... What are you thinking? I think he has a lot of points. Um, With that being said, uh, Houston has a pretty
0: decent defense. Um, And also, they're going to a different quarterback as opposed to Davis Mills. So, just with all those aspects, I think that we are going to go on the under on that one. Miami still crushes, but we're going to go under on that one. Take the Texans. All right, he's taking the Texans
2: the 14 that's a lot of points i think miami wins this game easily but i think it ends up being on the order of 24 to 13 i'll take houston in the points as well mike what say you
1: so it's houston and who
2: the miami dolphins
1: uh give me the dolphins i mean only a moron wouldn't take the dolphins Seriously, Houston sucks. All right,
2: you're taking the Dolphins minus 14 points.
1: Yeah, I will. They're Houston's not going to cover. They're fucking awful.
2: <laughs> cool. All right, next up we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Uh, I'll start off with this one. I think Jacksonville is coming off of a bomb. They're going to be well-rested. Baltimore, they really struggled last week uh, against Carolina, only uh, taking control of that game, I think, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think Baltimore probably, because they're the better team, finds a way to win this game. But Jacksonville at least keeps it close. I'll take Jacksonville and the three-and-a-half points.
1: Mike? That's another easy one. Give me the Ravens. That's another no-brainer. Are you, are you in
2: the basement? I can't hear you. You're breaking up.
1: It's a no-brainer. Take the Ravens. Lay the three and a half points. You'll be fine.
2: Did he say take the Ravens? Could you hear yes. that, Justin? Take the three
0: and a half. Lay the points. Yes. That's what he said.
2: All right. And, Justin, what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at a terrible team called the Ravens with a good defense.
0: Lamar Jackson is what we refer to as crap. He might not even be the best halfback in the league. Maybe Justin Fields is. Uh, so, uh, that's being said, I mean, he hasn't scored 200 points in fantasy, you know, since week three, blah, 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 or whatever, about 240 points, whatever. doesn't really matter. Their offense is garbage. Um, I'm going to go with the Jags with upset. Pick them all right to win.
2: There you go. Jags outright on the money line for Justin. All right, moving along. We've got the Chicago Bears heading out east to uh, Not Shea Stadium. Uh, uh, MetLife Met Stadium, is that still what they're calling it? Taking on the New York Jets. Jets, as we speak, are a seven point favorite at home against the Bears. Mike, we're going to you first on this
1: one. Give me those J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. The Bears have one decent player. His name, I think, is Fields. He's going to be there for a couple more years and demand a trade because that organization sucks, the coaching sucks, and all the people he plays with suck. So Uh definitely give me the Jets. Probably not even going
2: to play tomorrow.
1: Oh, he's not even playing. Questionable.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, like probably last
1: week. Give me the Jets, for sure.
2: You know, the Jets will have to score more than seven points, though, to, a, to cover <laughs> a seven-point spread, I, right? I
1: get all that. Yeah, they're playing the second-worst team in the NFL, the Bears. So
2: All right. All right. Justin, where's your head at on this one?
0: Well, Zach Wilson is getting best, just in case anybody doesn't. So it's going to be
2: backup quarterback versus backup quarterback. And was is that, is, is that Mike? Is that Mike White? Uh, White or Flacco? Yeah, I'd love to see Flacco back in there. But I, I think I heard on the radio this afternoon that it was going to be Mike White.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that uh, if you have some Michael Carter shares or if you can put a, a wager on Carter catching more than five passes or something like that, throw some extra money down on that one. But sadly, I have to agree with Mike. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets.
2: Yeah, uh, with uh, Fields not playing, and uh, Zach Wilson was uh, a hot, I don't even know if he was a hot pile of garbage. He might have been a cold pile of garbage the last few weeks. And the Jets are going to struggle, I mean the Jets, whoever's in there, I think the Jets might struggle to score. But the Bears without fields, are going to struggle even more. I am hesitantly going to lay the seven points with the Jets, which makes this a lock. lock, up.
0: lock up. You lock it up. No, you lock it up.
2: Bonus pick here is the uh, over-under is at 38 and a half points. And uh, you know might want to play the under on that one with almost zero offensive weapons on the field. Go bottom on that one The Atlanta Falcons at the Washington Commanders Commanders who have been on a roll. I think they've won five of their last six uh, They are they are a three and a half point favorite at home Justin let's start with you on this one Well, we
0: in this one we have to
2: start with the coaching
0: genius that is Ron Rivera um, he you found a way to get the best out of um, Antonio Gibson by benching them, him, and then doubling or almost tripling his workload. So I mean, that takes a lot of uh, gumption on a coach to bench a guy, but then play him three times as much, get him three times as many touches. Um, so with that being said, um, you know you gotta you gotta bow to his genius and and go with the the Redskins.
2: Um. So your choices here are the Falcons plus three-and-a-half or the Commanders minus three-and-a-half. Yeah, I said I'll take the Redskins. All right. It sounds like we've got an invalid pick being recorded. Uh, All right, I'll uh, take Washington. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Washington. Okay. I was was confused. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to agree. Washington's on a roll. I I mean, I think Atlanta is going to make this a game, but... I think, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to take it. I, I think Washington maybe wins by a field goal. I'll take Atlanta on the three and a half points. Mike, give us your wisdom.
1: Oh, for God's sakes. Wisdom? How about a little common sense? The the Commanders have been playing well most of the season, really. They've been in a lot of games. The Falcons, I don't see him winning. I don't see him even going 500 this year. Give me the Commanders and an easy one. of the public is putting their money on Washington against the spread. And I'm going to do the same.
2: All right. You are marked down. All right. Next up, the Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are a one-point dog at home. So this is about as close as you can get to a uh, pick them. Uh... Man, it's my turn to start first on this one. Uh, these teams are both terrible. Denver has no offense. Russell Wilson can't operate in a conventional offense. Uh, but Denver does have a good defense. Carolina has no offense, um, even less of a defense. Uh, I don't even want to pick this game, but I feel like this is probably one that Denver sneaks out with in a low-scoring contest. I'll take Denver, Mike. What say you?
1: The Panthers are completely hopeless. I mean, who's the quarterback now? Is it still the old uh, X NFL XFL guy? Is it uh, <laughs> Sam Darnold
2: is going to be in? Who well, Sam Darnold yes. starting tomorrow?
1: Wow. Maybe if you don't say it at the same time, um, who's starting tomorrow, Paul?
2: Still Sam Darnold.
1: Sam. Now I can hear you. Sam Darnold. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Sam Darnold's going to go out there with something to prove. He's going to have a big erection to shove it right up the Broncos' keisters. I like the Panthers this time. I'm going to go with the public and take the Panthers. 59% of bettors are taking Carolina. I'm going to stick with them.
2: Where do you get these, uh, these sources of how many bettors are betting?
1: Your dad writes it down on a piece of paper and mails it to me.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> I just think it's funny that 59% is the number all the time.
1: It was right. a number twice, but okay. All right, Justin, what do you
2: think in this game? Well,
0: what I think is that uh, Dumpster Fire looks at Denver and says, God, you're hot trash. But uh, with that being said, I mean, they just cut <laughs> Williams' out. Uh, they just cut um, Gordon... Um, Judy's still not playing. I mean, it, it's just a terrible setup. But with all that said, they're still better than Carolina. It's just terrible. So, go, Broncos what, what does Wilson always say? Broncos, let's ride.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that.
1: Isn't uh, Bronco, we're
2: taking the Broncos. So let's ride. <laughs> All right, you can ride on the Broncos. Man, I want to change my mind. I'm going to switch my pick. Is that allowed? We have one switch per week.
1: There is only one switch allowed.
2: All right, I'm going to Carolina. They got home field advantage. I do feel like, uh, I don't know, the going to have a good game sometime before it gets uh, escorted out of the league for good. This just might be it. All right, moving on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At the Cleveland Browns, Browns are a three and a half point underdog at home. Uh, let's start with let's start with Mike here.
1: Give me the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. They're going to start making their push to the playoffs now. They're in a really weak division. It's theirs for the taking. They're going to stomp the life out of the Browns. Let's take a look at see what how the public's betting. different than 59, just 10, 65% are taking Tampa against the spread, and I'm just going to keep sticking with the people that know more than me, Tampa.
0: Well, if that's the case, don't you think the line should move?
2: If two-thirds of the people are betting on them? It should. You would think it would. Unless, see, sometimes the bookmakers know more than the public, and they like seeing... It'd be lopsided like that because they think it's going to cover. I'm not saying that's the case here. I'm just saying sometimes the sports books uh, may do that. But Justin, what do you like on this matchup? Well, I, I minus three and a half, Cleveland plus oh, three and a half. I
0: think I have to say I have to agree with you that uh, Mike is on to something and not on something this time. Um, it's, it's time for the goat to show up. Um, he's been revving it up slowly. The divorce is in the rear view mirror focused on football. Good to go. Some of the receivers are healthy. Fournette is out probably, but, um, hey, he don't need that. He can, he can sling that rock 50 times and ro- roll d- dirt on Cleveland. The caveat with Cleveland is, right? This is Brissett's last game. Next week, Watson comes back. So are they going to be? in the dumps because or they're going to be excited about watson or whatever the turmoil that's coming back with that so i'm just going it all the way
2: all right i'm going to be the contrarian here i think Brissett's going to show that he's got something to prove in his final game uh browns i think have been playing i'm not going to say they're consistent all the time but they, they've been uh, playing with better teams and competing being close at least uh I think they'll at least cover. I think if Tampa wins this, it's going to be a a, a late field goal. So give me the Browns plus three and a half at home. All All right. Right. Out on the West Coast, we've got the Las Vegas Raiders heading north to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are a four-point favorite at home. Justin, we're going to start with you.
0: I've got a simple phrase to say. A cool autumn wind blows on the frozen tundra of Las Vegas, whatever stadium, blah, blah, blah.
2: Um, you know it doesn't get very cold in Las Vegas, right? Well, I know, but a uh, cool autumn wind blows, that was the thing that started the Raiders.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and they're playing out. in uh, Seattle Genius.
0: Well, so there you go, a cool <laughs> autumn wind blows.
2: <laughs> but I got to
0: say, the Raiders, not Seattle Genius.
2: Duh. So are you picking the Raiders? Is that what's going on or We're down with the Raiders? <laughs> you uh, you like the way the wind's blowing <laughs> across the, the Los Vegas they, Valley. They gotta win a game eventually. <laughs> <laughs> they won last week. They took down Denver. Wow. They're all I
1: think most high school football teams can take down Denver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe South <they'll> Carolina <laughs> this week. Uh, all right. Well, it's up to me. I'm going to, I'm going to take Seattle and I'm going to lay the four points. I think, uh, Seattle's coming off a bye, and, uh, I think they're just going to pound the Raiders as much as I hate to see the Raiders get pounded, but, uh, I got a little money, money on Seattle to make the playoffs. So I'm, uh, hoping they'll take care of business here and I think they'll do it easily. Mike, what are your thoughts?
1: It's a no-brainer. It's Seattle. It's a lock. anybody. What, the pub- think-
2: what does the public say?
1: Seventy-four <laughs> yeah. percent.
2: Is that seventy-four oh. percent of the bets or seventy-four percent of the money?
1: Seventy-four percent of the bettors are putting their money on Seattle to cover. Okay.
2: Well, see, sometimes it's more important to know like what percentage of money because a lot of times the big bettors can be on one side. And the Junkie Publix on the other side. That's right. If you're going to tell us that kind of info, it's, it's good to find out what percentage of the dollars are on each side as well. If you If you have that in your Big G sports report. Published bi-weekly.
1: I'll take a look for it.
2: <laughs> Found at shady convenience stores throughout the upper Midwest. <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers at the Arizona Cardinals. Chargers are laying two and a half points on the road. And do you, this is mine to pick first. Uh, this is an easy one for me. I think the Chargers are getting it figured out. And I think they're going to roll big time on Arizona. I can see them winning this by double digits. I take the Chargers minus the two and a half. Host with the most, what say you?
1: I say Arizona's got to win because I think they're playing for their coach's job at this point. Um, what's the coach's name again? Cliff Kingsbury. He just got an extension at the beginning of the year. Uh, I do not mean they can't fire him. Because uh, you know that not- the... the, the-
2: the Sean Chargers are playing to try to get in the playoffs.
1: Right, and Sean Payton is. It's been reported that he wants to get out of the broadcast booth because he sucks at it, and get back in the coaching. And I think the Cardinals would be a good fit for him. If you want to know where the <sighs> money's going, the money's going seventy-two percent on the Chargers to cover. Seventy-two
2: percent of betters.
1: Seventy-two of- percent. Of betters are putting their money okay. on the Chargers, San Diego Superchargers, San Diego Superchargers, San Diego Superchargers to cover. Uh, the Where's the money...
2: wisecracking's money going?
1: I'm going with the I'm going with the people, man. I'm a man of the people. Oh,
2: I've... I thought you were excited about the Cardinals trying to prevent uh, Sean Payton from becoming their new coach.
1: Uh, I was just pointing it out. Uh, I'm putting my money on the Chargers. I'm not an idiot.
2: All right. Uh, that's good to hear. Justin, are you an idiot? I'm an idiot, but
0: not about that. Signed um, side wager side for anybody who wants to take it. Um, once Dallas Cowboys, if they do make the playoffs, get ousted in the first round, Peyton will wind up being the Cowboys head coach. So there you go, Mike. That's a better fit. Um, but, yes, we we love the powder and blue. San Diego Superchargers
2: Alright That's a locka waka waka You up yep. The New Orleans Saints <laughs> The New Orleans Saints At the San Francisco 1849ers the 1849ers, fresh off their slaughtering of the Cardinals last week, are a nine-point favorite at home. Uh, Mike, we're starting off with you here.
1: Give me Garoppolo and those 49ers. I think uh, old Bill Walsh will be pretty proud of them. But as far as the betting goes, it's only 51 to 49% of people taking San Francisco to cover. So it's pretty close. The money line though is 62% on San Fran to win.
2: You know well, I, I would hope so. I would I would hope less than 38% of people are betting on the Saints to win straight up.
1: You know what? Give me San Fran. Give give me those 49ers.
2: You got him, buddy. Justin, who would you like? Oh, I think
0: i like the 48ers. Because I'm going to take umbrage with the 49ers. Gold was actually discovered, I believe, in '48. Didn't reach out east until '49. So that's what I call the 49ers. Was actually discovered in '48. So there you go. I'm taking the 48ers. Nobody wanted to know that.
1: Nobody wanted to know that.
2: I was just going to ignore that, not for fun, fast, and like
1: that. I'm going to be
2: on the other side of this one. I think the Saints play a close game. And keep this one tight and I'll definitely take the Saints and the nine points. Next up, the Los Angeles Rams. The defending Super Bowl champion. Los Angeles Rams. The defending Super Bowl loss Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams have the biggest spread of the entire week. They are fifteen and a half point underdogs. Kansas City, Justin, you're up first. Oh, my God.
0: I was going to say just, you know, no matter what, diss the Rams. Just don't take the Rams the rest of the season. But that's a huge number. Huge.
1: It is huge. I is it bigger than a baby's seconds,
0: arm? Well, you'd have to have some my ex-girlfriends, but uh, we're going to have to take the Chargers.
2: The Chargers, <laughs> or the Rams, or the Chiefs. Those are the options we have. Gonna okay, we're sure. going to go into the team that plays in hero head. How about
0: that?
2: All right. <laughs> uh, man, I wonder, that that's an interesting stat to, to have, the, uh, have the statistician look at, Mike, while, uh, while the rest of us are talking. When's the last time a defending Super Bowl champion has been a 15.5 or more point underdog or let alone wins as defending Super Bowl champion, been the biggest underdog of the week in the following season. Uh, probably the last time Barry
0: Switzer won the Super Bowl was uh, the Cowgirls.
2: I'm taking the Rams on this one. They're gonna uh, Stafford's gonna be out again. The uh, the backup quarterback that they got uh, from a grocery checkout line. Uh, I think he's. <coughs> halfway injured and the third string guy that came in and could run the ball last week a bit, uh, I think he's going to add an element that's uh, going to be a little harder for the Chiefs to stop. I mean, no doubt the Chiefs are going to win this game, but they, they they're not uh, they're not invincible. They're a flawed team. They'll give up some points. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders in the 15 and a half points. Mike, where are you at on this?
1: I'm going to go with the public again. And I'm going to take the Rams to cover. And about that last question you had about the last time a Super Bowl champion was a 15 point underdog. Yeah. That was 1989. When the I Niners were an underdog against the Miami Dolphins.
2: Okay, wow. Good work, research department. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, Paul and Mike taking the Rams on the 15 and a half points. Justin on the home favorite. All right. This takes us to Sunday Night Football. Mike, cue your singing.
1: It's Sunday night. Who's ready for football? I am. Look at me in my short dress. You can go ahead and get your junk out and play with it. Make sure you hit pause so you don't lose your mojo before this horrible song ends. (laughs) <laughs> Blow your load on the carpet. <laughs> Sunday night football's here. Oh,
0: I thought that's what tissues were made for. My God, Mike,
2: you're an animal. All right, yeah, Sunday night football. Everybody's gonna be excited right before kickoff, and uh, and then the game will start, and they'll be subjected to watching the Green Bay Packers at the Eagles. Eagles as a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Of course, the Eagles have struggled the last two weeks, losing to Washington and almost losing to Indianapolis. Uh, But I think they're going to turn the ship around and beat Green Bay by about three or four touchdowns this week. So I'm going to take the Eagles minus the six-and-a-half as kind of a personal lock of the week. Uh, Mike, give us your thoughts. 56%
1: 56% of the public bets are on Philadelphia at the moment to cover. I am going to go with Philadelphia, too. They're a strong team. They got strong Kung Fu. And the Packers just are yeah, – they're just really unpredictable and bad.
2: Have you – I'm not sure if I missed it. Have you gone against the public yet today?
1: I have not. All right. <laughs>
2: I was going to ask about that. There's a reason why they have those big casinos. is because the public is mostly wrong. Right,
1: I consider well, you I'm part on, of that group, Justin.
2: I'm on the Eagles, minus 6.5. Mike Q Public is on the Eagles, minus 6.5. Justin, are you going to make it a lock? I, well, I love,
0: love, love the Eagles. And if I had some of my own money, I would not bet on the Eagles. I'd bet on Green Bay. Just because that way, no matter what, I win. Green Bay loses, I win. Green Bay wins, I win money. So um, I'm taking the Green Bay in the upset. Boom. Giggity. Drop mic. No lock.
2: Great analysis there, as always. Finally, (laughs) it brings us to Monday Night. Monday Night Football. How's that music go?
1: How does that song go? go? Yeah. Isn't it? (laughs) No. Are you ready for some money? (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready for some Monday Night Football? Laying on the couch with your first cousin Maybe you slip her shorts down and slip it in Listen to John Madden and Pat Simmerol I'm drinking moonshine, my curls on meth Who's all ready for Monday Night Football in Indianapolis? That
0: sounds more like a memory than a song like (laughs)
1: Jesus
2: Oh, a lot of Monday nights on the couch there, in the funhouse. <laughs> oh, did uh, did I tell you who's playing? <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> what would you like to know? In this hot late season matchup, we've got the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I believe they're three and eight versus the Indianapolis Colts. I believe they're four, six, and one. And the home Colts. All right, two and a half point favorite, Mike Q, public. Start us off.
1: I'm taking a look at the stats here, and and nobody's bet on this game. <laughs> it's 0% and
0: 0%. Why would you, unless you're just a gambling junkie?
2: Well, uh, you just answered the question right there.
1: Pittsburgh, <laughs> has, Pittsburgh has the slight edge. With the public, so I'll just stick with them today. I'll go with Pittsburgh.
2: All right, just ten. Got a lot of ponies. Got a
0: lot of ponies. Matt Ryan's back in the saddle. We're going with ponies. JT's back. House and long TDs, the whole nine yards. Najee ain't a factor, and the the picket to Pickens deal ain't happening either. Pittsburgh's on their first losing season under Tomlin. Put that down.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, since Jeff Saturday with zero coaching experience above the high school level took over the helm, I mean, they've all they've done is uh, go out west and knock off the Las Vegas Raiders and then come home and uh, almost knock off the team with the best record in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh, you know, Saturday, I think, is just going to keep polishing up his resume with a, a late season surge for coach of the year? and uh maybe the colts actually win this game but will they win it by two and a half points or more or will it just be a squeaker will anybody
1: watch will anyone watch this game
2: somebody Uh, watch somebody my my wife might watch hell i might watch with her for a bit i'm gonna watch hey that's three mike can you make it four
1: I am not going to watch. What?
2: For the record, I am gonna take the Colts and lay the two and a half points. All so right. So as a wrap-up for listeners at home who want to bet those solid locks, we had just three locks this week. The Tennessee Titans plus one and a half at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Los Angeles Chargers a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Arizona, and the New York J-E-T-S Jets, 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 a seven-point favorite at home against Chicago. Those are your three wise-cracked locks of the week. Technically, I would go for
0: Philadelphia, so you could probably add them to it if you're actually betting your own money, but I'm sticking with the Packers.
2: There you have it,
1: folks. All right, Paul, go ahead and put those three on a parlay for me, and I'll send ten bucks to you. I'll, I always take the locks and put them on a parlay for—I don't know, just to show a little you faith in our picks. You always do it starting
2: last week; otherwise, you'd have won a couple weeks ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I always do from now on. Uh, Better so, late than never. So yeah, Unless go ahead and give never me those win again. Give me those. <laughs>
0: How many times have we gotten every lock? Just that one
1: week? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, I think we should end the show now because I have better things to do and I got to send this off to producer slash political Paul so he can put it up. So, hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like us on Apple and Spotify. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Let's get the numbers up. Want to see some improvement there. Tell a friend if you like this show. And uh, if you want to reach out, It's easy to do. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's super easy to do. So say goodnight, boys.
2: Goodnight. Go Seahawks.
1: Deuces.